We Should Watch a Movie. I'm Danny Weiser. I'm joined by my co-hosts, Ellen Beck and Ty McGowan. What's up? What's up? Hello. Having a pretty shitty day now that I found out Joker 2 is going to be a fucking (laughs) musical. (laughs) It made my day so much better. I can't tell you how much it improved my day. (laughs) Joker 2 is going to be musical. It's the best news I've ever heard. I cannot wait for all of like the awful film bros who were like so high on the Joker to turn around and like be excited to go see a musical starring Lady Gaga and pretend like it's the most masculine thing that they can do. Do you think Lin Manuel Miranda is going to write the music? Since yeah. No, Lady Gaga is going to write the music. <laughs> yeah, but it's a popular musical, so you know that Lin Manuel Miranda is just showing up day one. He's no involved what. somehow. He's involved. Somehow. <laughs> one of Joker's henchmen or something. Lin Manuel Miranda's condiment king. He's going to be. Yeah, he's going to be the penguin. <laughs> I there might have been a, a time at some point in my life where I said, "Dude, the only way I'm going to see a Joker sequel is if they do something stupid like a musical." So this might be my fault. Yeah, you you put this into existence. <laughs> just Todd Phillips directing a musical just sounds like the worst thing in the entire world. I, I'm not kidding. I was not going to go see it before. I might go see it now. There's a chance. I mean, I'll go see it if it's going to be like a rowdy screening, like cats. But um, I don't think that's no, going to be the case. Be fun. <laughs> you know you what sucks like is this means, for in for that. this means it's probably going to win best original song. It's going to win an Oof. Oscar. Lady Gaga has again. been trying so hard to get another Oscar. Like every single <laughs> movie that she does, or one that she's not even in, she writes some original songs for. But she I should win for Top Gun. Top Gun. Oh, I hope she does. <laughs> God. Uh, what have you been up to? Uh, I watched some new movies. Um, I watched, oh gosh, what was um, Inter- or Interceptor? Um, it's just a terrible, it's like a movie that should, one of those action movies that should have been made in the 90s and starring John Claude Van Damme, uh, but it stars uh, Chris Hemsworth's wife. Uh, this sounds awesome. It's terrible. It's really, really bad. It's very bad. Really? Because you're selling it like it's very good. Danny, it's very bad. God. It's like okay. Con Air level bad. <laughs> oh my god. Um, this sounds killer. I, it's like that good. I, I watched Emergency, which is on Amazon Prime. It's It got sold to me as like a super bad, like a college super bad type movie, and it takes mm-hmm. a hard left turn and gets pretty serious towards the end, which I just did not expect at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it kind of works. I don't know. It's just it got super heavy really fast. And I was just like, oh, I was not expecting or prepared for this. Um, and then I watched um, Come From Away, which is the recording of the Broadway musical yes. on Apple TV Plus, which I saw that in theater or yeah, I saw a live performance of that. It had been on there since uh, like September last year. And I didn't yeah. even know, like they did not advertise it. I've wanted <laughs> to see it for so long. And I was scrolling through Letterboxd and it was like, this is streaming on Apple TV Plus. And I was like, oh. oh, no way. So I watched that today. It was awesome. It's it so good. So good. It was, I mean, for the topic, because it's about 9-11, but like, it's like super wholesome and like really happy and funny. And it's really good. The story they tell, the- yeah, is as light as you can get on that day. But it's about like, like the human spirit and like, you know, yeah the bond that everyone like it, it's it's a really beautiful story yeah it's really good it had me crying at some points yeah, um me too. and then i watched fire island 
which is freaking awesome. I didn't, yeah. so I didn't know this was a Pride and Prejudice like remake until about like halfway that. through. And I was like, oh, wait, this is Pride and Prejudice. This, like he's Darcy. And then I like looked it all up. I'm like, yeah, this is Pride. <laughs> he wrote it as Pride and Prejudice. Spoilers. I didn't know that. I haven't seen um, it. <laughs> but oh, it's so good. It's so funny. I mean, Bo and Yang, uh, probably the funniest person on SNL right now. He's yeah. so good. Um, Joel Kim Booster wrote this, um, and he's the the main actor. He's also really good in this. It's really funny, hilarious, great like summer movie. It's yeah. really good. It's I I need to see it. I've been meaning to. Um, Cameron, God bless his straight little heart. We were scrolling through Hulu, and he was like, "Is this about like Fire Fest?" I was like, "No, it's about Fire Island." Like that was my first guess too. I also thought it was about. Fire I was Fest. like, "This is a like known destination for the gays in the summertime. It's like the place to be." Like my friend Bryce is gonna be there in August. He's like, "Never heard. I have no idea what you're talking about." And I was like, "You sweet straight man." Um. <laughs> He was like, so what's it about? I was like, this is like a rom-com, but it's just all gay guys. And he was like, oh, I was like, oh, God. <laughs> there's a part where I'm not going to I'm not going to say what happened, but there's a part where they're playing heads up the game. Oh, I've seen and, a little bit of that. Oh. <laughs> the defense is wrong. wrong. The defense <laughs> is wrong. <laughs> Like, and then he's know. like guessing he's like guessing other actresses that's yeah. not marissa tomei <laughs> and he says laura Dern, like we're ge- we get it you're gay <laughs> <laughs> that's the only scene i've seen because it's like it's all so over good. tiktok yeah that's my favorite scene <laughs> uh i actually watched a few movies this past no, week. No, you did it For the first time in a while. I watched, Did you just watch Top Gun again? I watched... Oh, I wanted to. I watched four movies that weren't The Kingsman wow. this past week. Look at me. You're, huh? you're back. Me. Yeah. Um, I proof. Did I watched... <laughs> I did log them. I watched Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom to get ready for the new uh, Jurassic World movie. It's not good, gang. Did yeah. you see my movie. review? I did uh, research Kingdom? after that. So the lowest going dinosaur in that auction in that movie went for 10 million dollars mm-hmm. there's 250 plus nba players in the league right now that have more value than a fucking dinosaur we had similar <laughs> ideas because <then>, my uh, <laughs> we had similar ideas because my letterbox review was uh elon musk bought twitter.com for the cost of 4400 ankylosaurus <laughs> which is just wild it's wild um <laughs> So yeah, that sucks. Gave it one and a half star. Uh, I watched The Lost City, Sandra Bullock, Channing Tatum. It was fun. Yeah, it's pretty too. Good. I watched it too. I had a lot of fun. I gave it three stars. I thought it was fun and cute and wouldn't mind a couple more of these if they wanted to make them. It's, I mean, it's not making my best of the end of the year list or anything, but I like these kind of fun little whatever movies. Yeah, yeah. cut it down to like 90 minutes and give yeah. me like four more Sandra Bullock, Channing Tatum movies. Yeah, I had a 100%. lot of fun. I had, I had a lot of fun that like clearly somebody knows what's happening in like book and like the book world right now that like not only has romance always been the best-selling genre mm-hmm. but like it is super super a big deal right now everyone's like i don't feel bad about reading romance and it's like a whole thing and then we're like let's make a movie about it i was like hey this is a movie about me <laughs> <laughs> that little speech he gives about like her readers i was like love to see it uh and then i watched uh sonic the hedgehog the first one from a couple years ago just i because i realized i hadn't seen it yet and it was on paramount plus it's pretty fun i also gave it three stars i think ben schwartz rules 
Oh, I love, I love Ben Schwartz. I love Ben Schwartz a lot. James Marsden is incredibly whatever in that movie. Like, does not matter. Don't care if he's there or not. Handsome, but Ben Schwartz yeah. is Sonic. Rules. That's that's him in every movie he's in. <laughs> yeah, has there ever for, like his Thirty Rock cameos, which are yeah. has there ever been a more whatever actor than James Marsden? He's just uh, white, he's just handsome, and he's there. Generic, he's generic handsome bread. face. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, and then the a huge surprise for me, Hustle. The Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, really? I watched it too. Four and a half stars, yeah, dude. dude. I love <laughs> that, that movie. <laughs> I, it was made. Basketball. It was made for me though. I mean, I'm a basketball nerd, and so like, and this is Adam Sandler's love letter to basketball. This is, I loved it. it this it was tailor made for me, and I understand. I nobody else is. Most people aren't going to think it's a four and a half star movie. I don't expect anybody else to like think it's that good or anything but just me specifically and other big basketball fans like it's it was great man i loved it i thought it was really good yeah going back to three and a half i liked yeah, it that's what i gave it, it's it pretty which good. is probably correct i just bumped it up a, an extra star because i love basketball and there was a lot of cool moments in it for basketball people. i just liked seeing adam sandler act mm-hmm. and not being aggressively stupid on screen yeah i agree uh, going back to Sonic, have you seen Chippendale Rescue Rangers yet? Yes. Annie? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I you appreciate first that first draft. Yeah. The character Ugly Sonic <laughs> as a character. <laughs> yeah. Sonic, voiced by Tim Robinson. <laughs> they just <laughs> zoom in on his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Chippendale is fun. I gave Chippendale four stars. Oh, that was, was so funny. Oh, uh, Ellen, what about you? Even Curtis Chapman doing the voice of Baloo was like <laughs> a blast from like the season. CM pass. I don't know why and how, but okay. It's awesome. Um, yeah, I also watched um Velocity and Hustle, had a lot of fun watching both. Um I don't I don't know who current NBA players are, so I just assumed that they were real players and I like mm-hmm. Googled them while we were watching. Um Did like you think most... the main actor was a NBA I knew, player? I, knew I thought he... he was an actor. He had some, I mean, Cameron was like, he sucked. I was like, I think he kind of did a good job. Yeah, I thought he did pretty good. Better yeah. than I expected for a, he, for a bench he, player in the NBA. Yeah, sucks that he was on the Celtics last year and not this He year. was on the Celtics for like <laughs> six games. Like he was barely on the Celtics. He just happened to be on the Celtics during the recording of this movie. Oh, that's why which he, is very funny. he was listed as Celtics and Spurs last year. Or something yeah, like that. he he gets traded a whole bunch because he he's one of those players who's good enough to be in the NBA, but not good enough to be like really important to your team. So he's kind of on a new team every season. I am curious. I would like to know why. Maybe because they just auditioned a bunch and he thought he was a good actor. But I wonder why they went with him to be the star of this because there's a ton of Euro- European players in the league. It could have been any one of them. Yeah. Could have so- been Boban. Could have been <laughs> with his weird ears. His ears look <laughs> so strange in this. Like yeah. it's the first time I ever noticed how weird his. This ears is the first time you've noticed those giant ears. Oh, I mean, I don't God. like how much Boban could fly, Boban could fly away if he wanted to. Do you think I see daily? Not enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, Wancho was on three teams last season. He started the season on Boston, played for eighteen games, was on the Spurs for five games, and then got traded to Utah. So he got traded twice last year. He's just one of those players. He's not very good, but it's fine. But yeah. I thought he was great in it. Yeah, he was good. Um, a handful of like Maverick moments. We had Boban, uh, Mark Cuban was in it. Dirk Nowitzki was in it. Luca was in it for a minute. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it was very fun. Adam Sandler just loved the Mavs. I don't know what's going. On. 
most of the most of the dudes that you saw actually playing basketball at one point or another are NBA players. Yeah, like even the street ball players, I think they. Yeah, they the professor. Do you remember the and one? Yeah, tour they had we some and one players yeah. in there. That's the only ones. Like I didn't notice. Like other than like big names, I was I like I didn't know who Anthony Edwards was. Like the villain yeah. in this, I yeah, didn't. I, I don't that like. Is. I had to look. I, yeah, I couldn't yeah, pick he, him he, out of. He the and Wancho used to be on the same team. But when the professor showed up, I'm like, that's the professor from yeah. An- <laughs> the and one awesome. videos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see what else did I? Well, I watched a few things. Um, I told you last week that we finished under the banner of heaven. Um, watch World War Z randomly. I, I just I it. just got that movie today. I bought this thing from bullmoose.com and it was like a Blu-ray grab bag where they just random is like six bucks and they send you five blu-rays but not in cases um because i guess it's like a used uh, a new and used place where they'll they'll buy movies from you so if they bought a loose disc they'll put it in this grab bag and one of them that i got was world war z it's a fun watch like it it was better than i thought it was going to be it came out when i was in college and Mm -hmm. i remember i had watched like like the first season of um Oh my God. The walking dead mm-hmm. in the middle of like finals one year around that same time. And I started having stress dreams about being surrounded by zombies. <laughs> um, so I like when world war Z came out, I was like, Oh, they run really, really fast. Uh, think, <laughs> you know, don't need that in my nightmares. Um, so I just avoided it forever. And then Cameron, I came home, uh, from working Cameron was watching it and he was like, I was like, oh, I've never seen this. And he immediately stopped it and restarted it. And he was like, sit down. You need to watch this. <laughs> yeah. And it's there's a pretty good movie. I, I got that. Good. I got Transformers Revenge of the Fallen, which I've never seen and isn't Jesus good. I know. Uh, I got Joker, unfortunately. So that's just going to haunt me forever. Um, I got Lakeview Terrace, which I didn't know anything about, but is a Samuel L. Jackson movie where he plays an asshole neighbor, I guess. Um okay. And then I got Tropic Thunder. So it's all worth it. It was worth the six bucks because I got Tropic Thunder. What a great Tom Cruise movie Tropic Thunder is. Mm-hmm. Truly. <laughs> I want a full, I want a Tropic Thunder sequel, but it's just Tom Cruise and Bill Hader's character the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. But yeah, that was a fun little, fun little six bucks. Oh, man. And then, um, shoot, I had other updates for you guys. Um, but if you had logged them, they would have been all right there on your phone. No, I mean, outside of what, I, what we've been watching. Um, but no, we keep trying to stay in the deck in our backyard and then we keep getting distracted. And then like it gets too late and we're like, oh, uh, tomorrow, I guess. And then like, it's tomorrow like comes 100 and we're degrees like, oh. out, man. Yeah. So, yeah, yesterday we skipped it and went swimming at his dad's pool instead. It was like, oh, I guess Smart. we'll just stay in the deck another day. I don't know what to tell you. Um, <laughs> Smart. Yeah. Uh, do we have a F1 corner? Did anything happen there? Well, I don't care if you're Total Wolf or even Christian Horner. It's time for F1 Corner. Yeehaw! 2022 season, baby. Lights out. We do. Um, we had the uh, Grand Prix in Baku. Baku. I don't know where that is. It's a country. I think it's pretty far east because it was on it like. 5 45 a.m our time so i did not watch it live um uh but yeah it was pretty 
okay race um the, both the ferrari drivers did not finish the race they had like car issues um which sucks because the gap is getting further away from sweet charles leclerc who was doing so good at first um and now he like he keeps getting first position in qualifying and then for like the past four races he's gotten first position and then like did not manage to win um so they're getting pretty sad. Uh, Lewis Hamilton still is not doing as well as his brand new teammate, which is kind of awkward to watch. Um, he's getting out driven by his, the new young Mercedes driver. Um, so it's interesting to see how they're like handling the press and everything with that. And then Daniel Ricardo went back on armchair expert for the second time because he's like best friends with Dak Shepard now. <laughs> so nice. that happened. Um, but yeah, a little F1 corner, uh, Red Bull is quickly starting to pull away. They're going to win again this year. We thought maybe it was going to be someone else for a minute, but nah, it'll be Red Bull again. Baku is a coastal city and is the capital of Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan. That was the word that I was going to struggle to say and decide not to. Just north of Iraq and Iraq. Okay, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Geography corner. Geography corner. Uh, the, next, uh, the next Grand Prix will be in Montreal, so... Cool. hopefully nice. the time of it'll be like during the day and not i don't have to set my alarm or try to wake up extra early to watch it yeah well another race is at an end look out yuki's an outer goodbye from f1 corner y'all come back now you hear sweet well there's Great. a college baseball corner dude <laughs> Ole Miss is going to Omaha. Like, wow. come on, man. Look at you. We're we're undefeated in the playoffs right now. We were the last team to make it into the tournament. And we were we're now outscoring our opponents like 42 to 6 or something like that. It's it's crazy. Wow. Look at you. But yeah. Ole Miss day. is going. AM's going. Notre Dame's going. So we all we all got a team we can we can pull for in Omaha. Giggle, right. my guess. We put money on this. What's up? What's good? Yeah, Let's well, go. I watched a single college a baseball game. Should we put a bet. <laughs> I mean, we can't. I'm not going to watch it. Uh, <laughs> oh, me, me neither. Don't worry. That's fine. Uh, I don't oh, know. I started. Well, I didn't log it because I fell asleep literally in the last like 20 to 30 minutes. But I watched No Time to Die finally because it's streaming on. Uh, so you fell Amazon. asleep during wait, the wait, best wait, part of the movie. Yes. You fell asleep <laughs> 20 with 20 minutes left, Helen. Have you? Did you yes, go back but, and finish it? Not yet. That's why I haven't logged it yet. Helen, <laughs> it's a very important 20 minutes. My couch can be really comfortable sometimes. And it was, I we just ate a big dinner and then I laid down and. <laughs> Helen, tonight, please finish it tonight before you go to bed. Okay, That's I will. Like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, I started Parasite, fell asleep at 30 minutes left of the movie. The most important part of the movie. <laughs> Goodness. And he just yeah, I was watching Knives Out. I, I don't know what happened. I fell asleep with 30 minutes left. <laughs> yeah, I'll watch incredible. the end of it. <laughs> I think I know what happens, but um, I just yeah, I was watching Top Gun Maverick. I fell asleep right as they were getting into the Jets. It's crazy. <laughs> I fell asleep and, you know, just assumed that Mav died. So, <laughs> goodness. All right. Let, can we get on with the movie? <laughs> yeah. I, my mind is blown. We have to go on. <laughs> 
Uh, the <laughs> movie we watch for this episode is 2014's Kingsman, The Secret Service, directed by Matthew Vaughn, stars Taron Edgerton, Colin Firth, Mark Strong, Samuel L. Jackson, has a 3.7 rating on Letterboxd and a Rotten Tomato score of 75%. The story of a super secret spy organization that recruits an unrefined but promising street kid into the agency's ultra-competitive training program, just as a global threat emerges from a twisted tech genius. Uh, Ellen, you are the one that had not seen this before, so that means that he, uh, you had to write the summary. So whenever you're ready. Alrighty. <clears throat> so Eggsy is a poor kid from South London. He gets into some trouble with the law after stealing a bully's car and from the police station calls the number of the mysterious man that delivered the news when he was a kid about his dad's death. He says a mysterious phrase that the man said and before he knows it, he's released and soon being recruited to a secret spy society known as the Kingsmen. The one recruiting him is codenamed Galahad, who knew his dad and feels responsible for his death and therefore responsible for seeing Eggsy do well. While in training, he's with a class of other recruits and only one will be selected. They are a bunch of posh snobs who tease him and he makes friends with the underdog girl of the group, Roxy. They both learn quickly that teamwork will be the key to their success and they rise to the top of the class through their various tests. All the while, a tech billionaire named Valentine is conspiring something sinister with his rollout of free phones and SIM cards for the whole world. Galahad starts spying on him and Valentine catches on and a cat and mouse game ensues. Eggsy fails in his final test when he refuses to shoot the dog they made him raise during his training and same, would not have been able to shoot the dog. Uh, kind of lost a little bit of respect of Roxy. She was willing to do it, uh, even though it turned out to be shooting blanks. Um, Galahad follows a lead to a hate group that's meeting in a church in the southern United States. And while he's there, Valentine does something to the technology that's in everyone's SIM cards to turn them all super violent. And in, a, in an absolutely unhinged bloodbath, and maybe the best use of Freebird in a movie ever, uh, everyone loses their minds and just starts killing each other. Valentine is there waiting for Galahad after he kills everyone in the church and the uncontrollable rage wears off. Uh, he tells Galahad that he is, that it's a wavelength emitted from the SIM cards that makes everyone aggressive and without inhibitions and then shoots and kills Galahad right there. Um, Eggsy watches the whole thing happen through the camera feed on Galahad's glasses um, and he decides he's not giving up on becoming a Kingsman, he needs to avenge him. He goes to Arthur, the head of the Kingsmen, seeking advice, um, but quickly notices a scar on his neck that all of Valentine's people have. Admittedly, I wasn't super clear what that meant. During the scene when we saw someone with the scar earlier, I was cooking dinner, so I wasn't sure what God. that was about. This was still, <laughs> I thought this was still part of the movie. I'm like, wait, wait, you this, this didn't happen? <laughs> it very clearly shows what it means. Um, but they, they explained it again, don't worry, I caught on. Um, Eggsy quickly calls Arthur on his switched allegiance to Valentine, and he confirms what Valentine's evil plan is. Eggsy outwits Arthur in the end, and Arthur does die. Um, Eggsy goes to Roxy and their teacher, Merlin, to go after Valentine on their own. Um, Roxy Halo jumps from space so she can launch a missile at Valentine's satellite and Eggsy pretends to be Arthur at Valentine's launch party to stop him from turning all turning on all of the SIM cards. He fights his way through everyone and Merlin hacks all of the implants in everyone's necks. That's what that scar was. Um, they were like counter technology to the SIM cards that he was only giving out to like the wealthy and the famous people of the world. 
Um, but they also can make your head explode if they're activated. So Merlin does that. He just explodes the heads of every single person at that party and they all look like fireworks going off. Um, turns out Valentine has a backup satellite and is able to turn on and activate the SIM cards anyways, um, turning the whole world uncontrollably violent so long as his hand is on the button. Eggsy fights off Valentine's scary psycho sidekick and kills Valentine, stopping the effects of the SIM cards around the world. He goes and rescues the um, the princess. princess from Finland, and they have sex. And then he goes back to his life as a new Kingsman, and Merlin takes over the uh, the Kingsman. Oh, and then he goes and beats up his um, mom's shitty boyfriend. At the end. There you go. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Some cards do something. I was cooking dinner while they explained it the first time. So, but they do explain it again. So I didn't. You know, I got lucky on that. Thank goodness. <laughs> didn't have another natural situation on our hand. Uh, Ellen, what did you know about this going into your first viewing? I knew that um, kind of the basic premise that Taryn Everton plays like a cockneyed South London kid who gets recruited to this like secret service society. And I had seen the church map fight scene mm-hmm. before, and that was it. Cool. Ty, what's your background with it? Uh, I saw this when it came out. Um, I was a freshman in college when this came out. So uh, I went and saw this with a couple of friends. Um, kind of knew what I was in for because Matthew Vaughn also directed Kick-Ass, mm-hmm. which I I enjoy his kind of style. I, I'm not a huge fan of super stylized violence, but I think Matthew Vaughn kind of straddles and crosses the line not too far to where it's enjoyable. It's like, so I knew that Tarantino. I was, you know, yeah, yeah, I knew I was going to enjoy it. Um, but yeah, I went and Sweet. saw this when it came out. Yeah, I I also saw this in theaters. I, this was before I was into movies, really. So, but I just saw that the fight scene on YouTube one day, and was like, I gotta go see this movie. That's incredible. So that uh, marketing worked on me because uh, nice. I literally that day wouldn't go. So, I wouldn't saw it, and I've uh, I've seen it a few times since then. I like action movies. This is a fun one. So um, let's get into our highs. Ty, why don't you go first? Um, yeah. Okay. So for, right off the bat. Love Matthew Vaughn. I believe he's like the like like if Zack Snyder was the best version of himself, this is like what he like. I feel like this is what Zack Snyder wants his movies to be like. And I really love Matthew Vaughn movies like from Layer Cake, which is the reason Daniel Craig was James Bond because of that movie. Uh Stardust, which is a four-star movie. Stardust? Yeah. Which is four star movie for me, starring Charlie Cox, yeah. uh, Claire Danes, Michelle Pfeiffer, Robert De Niro. I mean, Ian McKellen. Great freaking movie. Kick Ass, a lot of fun. I totally understand why people wouldn't like Kick Ass. It that's just one of those movies that makes sense. And then his next movie is called Argyle. It's about a best selling spy novelist who turns out to be a world class spy suffering from amnesia when mm. her past comes back to her. So does her memory, starring Henry Cavill, Bryce Dallas Howard, Samuel L. Jackson, John Cena, Catherine O'Hara, Brian Cranston, Sam Rockwell, Dua Lipa, and Ariana DeBose. I'm in. Hell <laughs> <Sounds cool. laughs> yeah. Sounds awesome. And he directed <laughs> X Men First Class, which is like he made Michael Fassbender Magneto, which is some of the greatest casting ever of all time in any comic book movie. Yeah, he um, apparently didn't go on to direct the next X-Men movie because of this. Like, he had to choose, and he yeah. chose this instead. 
Good choice. Um, so yeah, just Matthew Vaughn, love him. Um, now to the movie, the James Bond opening. I love a spy movie that opens up with an already in progress mission. I just, mm-hmm. It's almost like a rule at this point. It, if it doesn't open like that, then I'm kind of out of it. Uh, Mark Strong, amazing. So freaking him. good. I love him. As- especially his progression to the next movie. He gets a lot more to do in the next movie and it's, it's great. Um, Taron Egerton. I mean, come on. He's friggin' Elton John. He's perfect. Like, you, yeah. He's so cute and hot. Like he's both. He does it both. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Uh, the needle drops. Fantastic. Like free bird. Um, whatever song was playing when like everyone started the whole world started fighting yeah, each to other have such upbeat like dancing music while everyone's like literally like killing each other with their bare yeah. hands hilarious choice fun choice and it mm-hmm. really like it, it creates a tone that's like very unique and fun and like to where it's like yeah this is awful <laughs> people <laughs> killing each other but like hey it's, it's a joke it's not it's fun you know yeah exactly <laughs> Um, it's just enough stylized hyper violence where it works. Does it crosses the line a few times, but not far enough to where it's just like, okay, chill I mean, out, dude. It feels like it's campy. Yeah, <laughs> very much. Which is like, like I when I say it. like this is the best version of Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder goes for that campiness, and it's just like, dude, you gotta ch- like chill out. <laughs> Zack <laughs> Snyder wants to be campy, but he can't not take himself seriously, right. and that's his downfall. Like this yeah. is campy in the best way yeah yeah um colin first uh quote give me a far-fetched theatrical plot any day it just feels like such a wink to the audience because mm-hmm. like yeah. that's basically what this movie is i love that little conversation between him and samuel L. jackson and next highlight samuel L. jackson looks like he's having the most fun yeah. he's ever had in a movie since pulp fiction like it's they just let him fun. be so weird and he's so yeah. into it like you know that list was totally him like there's yeah, no way Matthew so wrote that. I, I looked it up a little bit. He said that he before he got really into acting, he used to actually have a lisp, and it's something that he had like uh. overcome uh, in order to speak normally. Um, so it was it was kind of a wink to that, and also uh, a lot of James Bond villains have a physical quirk, like just one thing that's yeah. weird about them. And so this was also sort of a nod to that. Is like, what if he spoke with a very over the top campy nod to that, but that's what this whole movie is. So it fit in perfectly, yeah. but yeah, I thought the list was a blast. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, Galahad's house is amazing. Like the street going up to his house and then his house, his home office. Like mm-hmm. I loved it. I, I want his house so bad. Even the dead uh, dog above the toilet. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> weird you killed your dog and then stuffed it <laughs> honestly like I, I don't know might stuff leo i don't want him to ever leave me <laughs> what about penny well yeah well she's much younger leo's 11 and i think about it all the time okay we have to move on that can't, okay, we can't do this right now <laughs> um when called firth leans over to that lady says all that stuff and it's so hail satan and have and have a lovely afternoon madam so <laughs> They may or may not be ending the episode with that. <laughs> it makes me laugh every single time. Uh, the suit Eggsy wears. Oh, I want that suit so bad. I want it so it bad. looks <laughs> so good nice. in it, yes. Uh, the head's exploding. Um, just hilarious. It was so, <laughs> like, I'm really glad he didn't go, like, bloody with it. Like, mm-hmm. it almost looks like a scene out of, like, Guardians of the Galaxy instead mm-hmm. of, like a uh, like, a spy movie. 
but yeah, that was good. The last fight scene with him, you know, I mean, that was awesome. Um, him and gazelle. Yeah. It's, is that, that's her name gazelle. Yeah. Yeah. What a stupid name. Um, right. I get it. It's very on the nose. Um, yeah, it's yeah. almost like she's an evil guy's henchman in a candy spy movie. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just, I, 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 this movie is just so freaking fun. And that's the biggest highlight is if you don't take this seriously, because it does not take itself seriously, you're going to have a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I got quite a few. I, I love the whole idea of this, just the secret society of fancy spies who are obsessed with manners and being proper is such a funny idea to me. Naming them after the Knights of Camelot, I just think it's cool. Like, I just think that's a really cool, like, cool yeah, how I love, on the I love when British that. things, I love when yeah. British things are super British. Like, yeah. <laughs> just go how, over the top with it. Yeah. How on the nose is that, that their secret service is very, very British and proper and it's the Knights of or Knights of Camelot, and then the American Secret Service. It's like, Whiskey. well, I guess we're going to name them after alcohols. <laughs> Is that in the next one? Yeah. yeah. The, the oh. I mean, I'll, I will watch. Yeah, I'll Whiskey. Watch the sequel. Yeah. <laughs> Bourbon. I'm whiskey tequila yeah. it's, it's a lot um samuel jackson speaking with a lisp is so stupid and funny to me such a funny nod to weirdo james bond villains i love um the scene where he's running from the cops by driving in reverse is awesome it looks so cool he's going so fast it's so impressive i, I love that scene a lot that As song it, is awesome too you know? yeah great song is playing during it it you you get a like Oh, Eggsy's like impressive. He's not just an idiot. Uh, so like that you get your first introduction to that, which I think is fun. Uh, the move that Galahad does where he grabs the mug with the umbrella and launches it at that guy is so oh. cool. <laughs> it's such a cool <laughs> move. Uh, I love that first big fight scene in the pub. Um, Matthew yeah. Vaughn is so good at action scenes. Like one of the best in the world, I think, at directing action scenes. He's incredible at it. Yeah. Um, the parkour scene is cool where Eggsy's running from yeah. all those guys. It's so, uh, so very mid 2000s, like, <laughs> yeah, like very of the time, but like, like still cool, yeah. <laughs> yeah, still cool. Uh, Taron Edgerton, great, I think he's perfect in this. Um, Eggsy's face when like Merlin is talking to all of the Kingsman recruits, and he says, like If you tell anybody about this, then you and your next of kin will be in that body bag. Eggsy's just like, What the fuck? He's like, Look, everybody <laughs> else is stone faced, and he's just looking around, like, Did you guys hear that? Are you serious? <laughs> I thought that was so funny. Uh, the underwater scene is killer, it's so intense, mm-hmm. it looks so good, it's such a cool moment. Uh, right after they pick out their dogs, and he goes, It's a bulldog in it. Cracks me up, man. Funny scene. Uh, the skydiving scene looks great. It's just a cool scene to throw in the middle of an action movie. Uh, all the classic stereotypical spy stuff that they threw in this, I love the secret room that goes down into an underground base and the room full of guns and pens that turn into bombs and the shoes. Just stereotypical, classic, over the top spy movie stuff that uh, gets, I love it every single time I see it. Uh, of course, the Freebird church scene 
it's i mean it was on my fight scenes ranking uh in on rankings when we did that episode for a good reason it looks mm-hmm. so good it's so impressive it's just so on the point too because it's like the national anthem for redneck rock it's like <laughs> yeah like yeah. any like concert play you go bird. to yeah south of the basin dick's line you always hear so play free bird play free yeah. bird <laughs> Absolutely. The music is perfect. The whole scene is just, God, it's so good. Um, the, the, this, the colored smoke that comes out of their heads when their heads are exploding is so I love dumb. that it's synchronized, too, when they go into, like, the UN room. <laughs> it's synchronized with the music. It makes little colored-shaped mushroom clouds above their head. It's so dumb, and I love it. Awesome. I love it so much. Uh, and then the last one I have is I love the occasional little James Bond twinkle sound it makes whenever Eggsy does something cool. It only does yeah. it a few times, but he'll like wink and it does that little twinkle. I love it. Got it so good. Mm-hmm. Eleanor, what about you? Um, yeah, I mean, you guys covered a lot of my highs. The soundtrack was so fun. Um, Taron Edgerton, he's a perfect cast for this. Um, next Wolverine, he he needs to be the next Wolverine. He's gotta, he's gotta. Um, and then I just, Colin Firth is so great in this. It's so, he, in my mind, is ingrained as, like, a romantic lead from all of his, like, rom-coms and him being Mr. Mr. Darcy and all that, like, so seeing him Same. in this role is just so much fun. And, like, watching him kick ass, I'm just like, what the hell? Like, the same, I have the same thoughts when I see Colin Firth as when I see, like, Hugh Grant. Yeah. It's, yeah. in my mind, they're both, like, rom-com, Mount Rushmore, like. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, but yeah, but he, yeah, and still very attractive man and looking great. Um, I love how in the, in the plot, like it does not take much convincing for Eggsy. I feel like in some of these type of movies, like this young guy that they're trying to recruit, you got to do a lot of convincing and they try to quit once or twice and bring back. It's all this, he's like immediately like, I'm in and I want to be, I want to do this, um, which is great. It gets it moving quickly. Um, JB the pug. We love JB the pug. <laughs> we love JB the pug. <laughs> oh, James Bond. Jack Bauer. Jack Bauer. <laughs> it's like, I'm not supposed to pick you up. <laughs> he just does it anyways. Oh, yeah, I love that part. It's so cute. Um, I love when, when Eggsy gets the water thrown on him. JB is just freaking out at those guys. <laughs> I love it. Um, and yeah, we mentioned the church fight scene. Um, yeah, the ending fight scene with. Uh, with gazelle is really cool but the part where he's like running through the uh the like hallways and he like yeah. jumps over everybody and so it's, sick. it's so sick <laughs> I, forget, I love the umbrella too i love the yeah. bulletproof gun umbrella it's such a cool spy gadget yes the gadgets are fun i like when he tries to take the um grenade uh lighter <laughs> and they walk away and he goes put that back <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um yeah there's a lot of little like funny funny moments like that um the the my fair lady moment was hilarious oh <laughs> yeah like, just right, like, oh like my fair lady, fair lady. <laughs> like what <laughs> <laughs> so good um love the mark hamill cameo in this yeah um, <laughs> it's kind of crazy that they could get him in this movie because like matthew vaughn wasn't like a huge name like not big enough to get like mark hamill or the next movie you got freaking elton john like the, the cameos in these movies are awesome. Yeah, but I mean, I have I something about Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill, Mark Hamill, Hamill he's such a good sport. Like, 
yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't imagine it took too much convincing for him that's coming um, up in fun facts um but yeah i mean i didn't really write anything else down i just had fun watching it so like i didn't like stop to like write down a bunch of highs mm-hmm. um i thought roxy was super cool um I liked their friendship there. Uh, there wasn't any sexual tension at all. It was just like pure. We got yeah. each other's backs. Um, I like that too. And uh, yeah, I. That's my was, big my biggest gripe about the next movie is they did Roxy dirty in that one. I, oh. yeah, her story. Okay, well, I'm sucks. still gonna and like and that's my other high is like I'm I'm all in. I'm gonna watch the next one. Yeah. So. I'm no, I mean, the next one's fun. It's not, it's it's not, not as, as good, good, but it's still good and fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've already hammered it home, but like I do love good camp and this is very mm-hmm. good camp yeah for sure cool uh anything else before i go to fun facts mm-hmm. all right got a handful of pretty good ones i think um so in the film and the trailer when they have their first night's sleep interrupted by water pouring into the dorm um, that scene went like horrifically wrong while shooting so matthew vaughn shouts action the computer gets it wrong and everybody's 20 feet down underwater there's cameras your sound guys everybody people are in waders full of panic everybody diving in and pulling people out the set painstakingly planned and rehearsed using height markers and computer program water tanks washed away in this massive like flood of this room when these computers just decided to do their own thing is what he says he says those actors weren't acting they were absolutely terrified shutters Vaughn. it was an awful first day of filming oh, it was just first drowned day? everybody I Jesus guess so. Christ. Must just kill everybody on set and all of their equipment day one by filling a room with water. Insane. Wow. Um, all of the action is framed centrally, so the viewer's eyes never need to leave the center of the frame, which is not something that I'm smart enough to notice while watching. But after it's told to me, I go, "Oh yeah, I guess that's mm-hmm. true. Everything is yeah. kind of smacked up in the middle." So, which I thought was kind of neat, and is another reason Matthew Vaughn's just very good at action scenes. Um. Colin Firth worked out for around six months to be in top shape and physical form in order to portray gentleman spy Galahad. Uh, And it paid off because according to the stunt coordinator, he did about 80% of his own stunts. I believe that. I mean, you could really tell it was him during that church scene. Yeah. Which yeah, it's such a physical role. It's so impressive of the guy from Mamma Mia. (laughs) Another one of his great roles. Yeah. (laughs) So He's so like unexpected from That's age, I think. Like that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so cool. Um, this is just kind of a, not really about the movie specifically, but during and in the lead up to World War World Wars One and Two, the British intelligence services often used tailor shops as fronts for their activities. So hmm. kind of a fun nod to to some history there uh, and the last one the mark hamill one so in this film professor james arnold was played by mark hamill in the comic series hamill is the first celebrity kidnapped by dr arnold oh okay yeah so i guess that's why he was so on board for this it's kind of a fun little nod to the comic series that this originated from which yeah. is fun and mark hamill rules so um all right let's go on to the lows i've actually got a handful more than i was expecting to have um, the shoot the dog scene, of course, just kind of like <laughs> makes you like everybody involved except for Eggsy a little less. Um, yeah, and Matthew Roxy did that. <laughs> yeah. Matthew Vaughn originally didn't want it to be blanks. He wanted them to actually have had to shoot the dogs until someone, one of the producers was like, what the f- no, Matthew, Absolutely what the fuck not. are you talking about? We're going to lose all the audience. You do that, which is true because I would have shut it off. if They just went around shooting dogs. I would not have finished this movie. That's something that Nazis did. 
It's literally something that Nazi officers did is they had to Ooh. raise a dog and then kill it to prove that they would follow orders without hesitation. <sighs> so yeah, Yikes. don't make your make, don't make your cool secret spy society do that, Matthew Vaughn. Yeah. Freak. <laughs> that would have been so bad. Um imagine being the leader of a well-trained secret spy organization and falling for the what's that over there trick. Yeah. <laughs> Like arcade at the end, like, oh, look at that. What's that? And switching the drinks. It's the oldest, it's literally the oldest trick in the book. What are we doing? Yeah. Um, there are too many of the here's a test with severe consequences and people can die. And oh, just kidding, there's a safety net, and there weren't any actually con- any actual consequences. There's like 10 of those <laughs> in this movie. Like every one of the tests that they did were one of those, and it just you lose the stakes at that point when you keep giving us safety nets and showing us that nothing's real. It's just a lot. I of did. It. I did love when Mark Strong was like, "No, no, no, no. You want to come tell me something? Come whisper it every." That was a cool ear. scene. I love that. Yeah. yeah. I was like, "Oh shit, Merlin! Okay, Merlin." Yeah. <laughs> that was super cool. But when you do it with everything, it's like is expected at that point. You know what I mean? Um, and then I, if I let you out, will you give me a kiss? It's gross. Uh, bad scene for Eggsy, and then of course the scene at the end where just why oh. we didn't need that. Oh yeah, you watched the one on on the streaming one because that's a whole that's a completely different scene in the movie. I oh, watched it, it. I watched it on Apple, and did they I, did they edit that part out too? No, he goes back into there and right. Yeah, but he goes an, back into the end. We see a POV. there's an edit where she wasn't just like I'll give you a kiss. She says something else. Yeah, I I saw that yeah. part. Yeah, and okay. then he goes back. And yeah, I was just saying that w- that's what Eggsy ass. first yeah. asked her for. As Eggsy was first yeah. like, we gave for a kiss. kiss, and she offered a whole lot more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which like, well, why? <laughs> why? Why do we have that? We didn't need that. I, I know mean, James that was Bond also kind of a up. Bond thing too. Yeah. yeah, I get that James Bond hooks up with somebody every movie, but this one felt weird and gross, and I did not like it at all. Matthew Vaughn, he does this a lot where he just has like one or two moments in his movies where he just crosses a weirdo line to show that he's a big old creeper and I don't enjoy it. He did he's done it in every Kingsman movie so far. Like he's done it like, in lots of his stuff. Which, yeah. There's just one somebody needs to tighten the leash a little bit. He doesn't have to show that he's a weirdo in every movie that he makes. So didn't like that at all. And I know like we had put people on our Discord that were like, hey, I love that movie until that one specific part. It kind of ruined it for me, which I get. It's pretty yucky. It gets edited. If you watch it, like if you stream it online, it I don't know what version that is, but they edit it out. Mm. Well, it's not like, on Apple TV Plus. Yeah, probably a better version. Probably. <laughs> so I, just... rented, I rented it. So it's like the. Yeah. And it's like, whatever. It's, it's, it's a spy movie. That stuff is going to happen. It's just the way that it happened felt weird and like forced. It's like, it, it's like they were sitting there saying, like, hey, we have to have some sex stuff. And I don't care where you put it, but get it in there in this movie. It just felt weird. Yeah. It felt very like wedged in there. Like, didn't... yeah. So, Ellen, what about you? Any lows? Uh, my lows was that list. Like, I could not stand <laughs> it. Um, I get where you guys were coming from, that it was fun for you, but it was not fun for me. Um, didn't like it. Didn't have fun listening to it. I get it. Anything else? No. <laughs> Just, wow. Cool. Tied. Same Jackson's list. Um, yeah, the church scene is like 30 seconds too long. Oh, Just disagree. Like, it was just, a, it says a tad too long. Just cut it down a little bit, and it's strong. Fine. Disagree. I think it's when perfect. he throws that guy into the back. Yeah, of the see that, and his head like, bends backwards, and his spine bends. That was yeah, awesome. I was like, that didn't need to be. Awesome. That was so that sick. That. That was um, it is pretty predictable, but that doesn't bother me. But you know, there's no like big surprises here. Mm-hmm. He's not doing anything crazy. 
Um, and the shoes that Eggsy wears, the winged Adidas, are so fucking ugly. They're the ugliest shoes I've ever seen in my life. He wears shoes with literal wings attached to the side of them. I didn't even notice, to be honest. My friend, they, you watch they... uh, uh, British, <laughs> like, what? oh my God, love, you watch Love Island. The guys yeah. from like South London are not like high fashion blokes. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> their street style is not great. <laughs> but this is not Love Island. It's a freaking movie. They don't need to be wearing winged shoes. <laughs> Also, it's like, yeah, British street fashion. It's different. It's just different. <laughs> it's terrible. Uh, anything else? Um, that's it. Cool. Let's move on to our recasts. Ellen, you get to go first. Yeah, I get to go first. Okay. So mine is American. I have not seen the sequel, so I'm not I, I'm not trying to do whatever they did with the American version. Um, so at first I wanted to do all Texas. Cause um, I thought it'd be fun if they're like code names for like people who died at the Alamo or whatever. Um, but I couldn't come up with like. <laughs> I love the idea of them like working at a cowboy hat shop. Where yeah, they're not. It's not a tailor. It's a cabinders. Yeah. yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. Um. So <laughs> their secret room is like the Whataburger that's in the same parking lot. <laughs> that one Whataburger that's underneath the parking garage in downtown San Antonio. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking. about. <laughs> Oh man! You have okay, to walk um, into the Whataburger and order like a very specific patty melt, like with very specific <laughs> substitutions. That's how you get into the secret room. Yeah, exactly. We're on the same page, so we're going with that. That's except stupid. for the young actors that are like Eggsy and Roxy, I couldn't come up with any like from Texas actors. That's fine. So they're American, but we're just gonna, you know, they're actors. They're gonna pretend like they're from Texas. Mm. Um. So my Merlin is someone who lives in texas is married to a texan so it counts it's kirsten dunst nice okay nice yeah. that's yeah. very good i love Can that you see merlin. her as merlin <laughs> yeah i love her as merlin that's really good um and then my galahad is ethan hawk nice um, yes heck yes. yeah <laughs> oh my gosh so i know exactly who could if you're going with ethan hawk oh that's someone. right yeah it's, it's like right there, there are three more what are we doing no, you got me. Um, I mean, she's kind of from Texas, but she's not born and raised in Texas. Um, she's okay, just but... as much from Texas as Kirsten does, so I think it counts. That's true, it counts. Her parents, her dad <laughs> is Texan. Um, so my Valentine is a European actor because it's someone from another country. Um, uh, some uh, who I think deserves to do more silly roles. Uh, we're going to Alexander Skarsgård. Nice. Yeah, I like that. Let him be weird. He's a very weird dude. Let him be weird on screen. Yeah. <laughs> And then, um, so my Roxy is uh, Stephanie Shu. She was from Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Danny still hasn't seen that freaky. Oh, movie. Danny, Danny hasn't seen you it. Would love it. You, you would, would love, love this movie. It. I don't know what's taking you so long to watch, I'll watch it. it. Watch freaking Sonic so before you watch relax. this. Hey, relax. Yeah, you're back to watching movies I'll watch now, it. so you you have no excuse. Well, now um, I don't want to. Well, and then my exit is Maya Hawk. Yeah, there you yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> that rules. So I love Maya Hawk. Mm-hmm. She needs to be in more stuff. All right, yeah, it, she's awesome. Well, I mean, like you know, her mom was Kill Bill. She she could do it. <laughs> what a freaking just being born at home plate. Like <laughs> honestly, it's not fair. 
Okay, I did three different countries. So I did an Australian cast, a Spain cast, and a U.S. cast. Um, I think I'm going to go with my Spain cast. Um, for Roxy, I'm going with uh, Jason Janeo. He's um, he's like the older kid in the Logan movie. Like out of all those kids, he's like the little leader of that kid group. Um, okay. When they're trying cool. to escape, uh, my Valentine. I'm going to go with Antonio Banderas. I'm just going to okay. keep it. I'm not going to change the country of the of the villain. I just think Antonio Banderas would be a hilarious, just funny. Yeah, he would be a good villain. villain. Um, my Merlin, I'm going to go with Penelope Cruz. Yeah. Because Antonio exactly. Banderas is always already in this, and she's in every Antonio Banderas movie, so <laughs> why not? Um, Galahad, Anna de Armas, obviously. Mm-hmm. Obviously, because you know, get some stuff that we should have gotten in No Time to Die that we didn't get. Her one um, scene was fun. Yeah, and then Exy, she is going to have to play her age up a little bit, but she is seventeen now. Uh, Daphne Keen, she's yeah. the young girl in Logan, so she already knows how to do action stuff. So yeah, yeah. And is your director, um, the director who works with Penelope Cruz a lot? Um, What's no <laughs> no no uh no wait i know this is gonna bother me i need to that was like directed like parallel mothers yes and and uh the other um antonio banderas movie that he got nominated for yes. pedro alma almodovar yeah. almodovar or something yeah. yeah no he's not gonna be the director of this movie i think mine's got to be linked later Sure, that would also sure. be weird. Like, like what? Doing a spy movie? <laughs> Goodness gracious! There's no plot, but there's a lot of action. Goodness, is there? Is there a lot of action? I don't think there is. I don't, there is. <laughs> I don't know what other what other directors are from Texas. I don't know. Um, you could do uh, David Lowry could maybe direct an action movie. Sure. 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 Um. <laughs> Okay. It'll be weird. It'll be real weird, but we're gonna love it. Texas has a lot of weird directors. It's, we don't really have any. Wes like... Anderson. <laughs> like that, like that <laughs> SNL skit where it's like if Wes Anderson directed a Halloween movie or a horror movie. <laughs> Goodness, dear people uh, in the house, we're going to kill you from the killers. <laughs> Cooper Rave directing a Kingsman movie. <laughs> Yeah, get like have a super out of out of nowhere, super sad moment like halfway yeah. through it. Hurry, you need it. Uh, okay, my recast. Um, I decided to go to New Zealand just because I thought it'd be fun. Uh, I I just I got to thinking of like all of the cool animals and all of the cool like mythology and lore and Maori culture that I thought would be cool for them to name themselves after. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I just went from there. Um, so, um, my Roxy is Thomas and McKenzie. Yeah, think, obviously. Nice. That's an easy one. She's perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, my Merlin, I'm going with Lucy Lawless, uh, who I, it, Xena warrior princess. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. she was in that star show Spartacus for a while. She was Diane in Parks and Rec. Yeah. Bronze uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's great. She rules. Um, she's from new zealand yep uh and so for valentine need someone from a different country i think i'm with david Tennant. 
just because mm-hmm. I love him as a villain. I, yeah. I when I think of like over the top eccentric charismatic villain, for some reason my mind goes right to David Tennant. I think he'd be incredible at it. Uh, Galahad is Anthony Starr. He plays Homelander in The Boys. Oh yeah. Um, I, I like him in action stuff. He was in the show called Banshee on uh, at HBO, I think. Um, or was it a yeah? Um, <laughs> he's great in action stuff, and so I think he'd be really fun in this. Uh, and then my exe is KJ Apa, that kid from Riverdale. Riverdale with the yeah, giant just, head. His yeah. proportions scare me. Chill I think he, I think he just fits <laughs> as like. I think he just fits well as like the douchey twenty something that has to like become sort of refined. You know what I mean? Wow. I think you can't well believe you are making a New Zealand movie without Jermaine Clement or Taika Waititi. Yeah, I really thought you were. I think Taika would direct probably. (laughs) Taika would direct. Jermaine can be like the Michael Caine role. (laughs) Really fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Find a way to get Melanie Linsky in there. She's so great. Yeah. 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 So she could be KJ Apa's mom. And then the, the, the like terrible, the, the guy who, the third one who gets kicked out third. I don't. I forgot his name. Um, out of the people trying to get in, yeah, it could be the oh, young vampire Charlie, I think. from what we do in the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, I'm Twilight. Twilight. The Twilight. <laughs> yeah. uh, I just we get a lot of we get a lot of really funny movies from New Zealand. I don't really see any kind of actiony stuff, and so I think if we're gonna get a actiony type movie from New Zealand, it's gotta be campy and over the top and let them be yeah. funny and weird. And it's if it's Taika's directing, it's gonna be yeah. over the top. It'd be great. I think it'd be fun. Um who, okay. Who who was your Aussie cast? Uh so Roxy was a, a Eliza Scanlon. Mm-hmm. Um Valentine Kate Blanchett. Mm-hmm. Uh Merlin Chris Hemsworth. Awesome. Galahad, Hugh Jackman, and Eggsy, Jacob Ellerby. Awesome. That's, that's yeah. <laughs> I had just a... like hot people. Yeah, yeah. Really hot people. <laughs> I had a Scottish US... cast going for a while. Ooh. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I had a Scottish cast going for a bit. I had trouble finding an Eggsy. I went with Thomas Doherty, who's been in a lot of stuff that I'm not super familiar with. I think he I was think in. He was in the new Gossip Girl. Um, it's just, there's not a lot of like 20 something Scottish male actors that I could think of uh, for some reason. Ewan McGregor is Galahad, of course. Perfect. Tilda Swinton is Merlin. That would be pretty mm-hmm. killer. Rose Leslie is Roxy, but I think she's probably a little old. old. Yeah, yeah. But I, it's another one. I just I don't know of hardly any 20 something Scottish actors and actresses. And then that's the one I had Taika as my Valentine in that iteration because Taika would be nice. a perfect Valentine. My uh, U.S. version was Caitlin Deaver as Roxy, Valent or Nick Cage as Valentine, uh, <laughs> just because yeah. he's on a come up right now. Not that he went anywhere. Yeah, he, uh, not that he was gone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my Merlin was Tina Fey, just because I feel like, uh, like the trajectory of Merlin into this next movie, I would love for Tina Fey to like have that kind of moment in an action movie. Galahad, Mahershala Ali, just like, yeah. s- like, just suave, just so yeah. freaking mm-hmm. cool without trying. And then Lucas Hedges, because you know, yeah, why not? Why not? Like him. I had a, I had Matthew McConaughey in my head as Valentine for like a long time. McConaughey was going to be my Galahad, and I was like, ah, Ethan Hawke. <laughs> yeah, 
I just I could I had I I was picturing him giving a speech uh, at like that speech that Valentine's giving all the rich people to convince them that it's like good that they're there and why they're there and stuff. I just kept on picturing his McConaughey, it, like his tex- Texas accent, and it was cracking me up. Said <laughs> to go a different route. Um, all right, let's go to Letterboxd. I give it four stars. Um, it's a blast. I think it's so fun. There's just a couple scenes where it's like, okay, Matthew Buck, relax. But yeah, four stars <laughs> feels right for me. Tired of you. Yeah, this is this is gonna be four stars for me. This is the out of Matthew Vaughn's seven movies. I have one, two, three, four of them as four stars, and this is one of them. This is a four star movie. I think this is my favorite Matthew Vaughn movie. Okay. You really need to watch Stardust. Okay. Since you love Charlie Cox. Cool. And also it's fantasy genre. Yeah. I know how much you like that. Cool. I've never also layer heard cake. It, so. Layer cake is awesome. It's the reason, like literally, Daniel Craig was on the shortlist for Bond. Matthew Vaughn made layer cake, and they're like, okay, Daniel Craig is Bond. I know, dude. You said it like six times. I know that. Well, I just wanted to say again. <laughs> I haven't said it on the podcast yet. Yeah, don't forget yeah, it. I said, this is the reason he's James Bond. I didn't say he was on a short list. So chill out, dude. <laughs> Golly. It's like your first time making a podcast or something. Oh, I wish. Uh, all right, uh, Ellen, your letterbox score. Oh, uh, yeah, four stars as well. This is a lot of fun. Nice. Very I'm well. calling it a success. Yep, success uh okay next week it's our wild card week we've got a fun one planned we summer trip we found a friend of ours who has never seen the oceans movies and so we are going to be joined by our good friend Mackenzie wilkes to watch oceans 11 yay i'm glad to have Mackenzie back too she's she's the best we're we're, just should we just announce it we're doing all three of them yeah once a month for the next for the next next trilogy kind of like watch a movie is spending the summer by the ocean by the ocean baby <laughs> wow 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 look at you uh are we doing oceans eight no that no. doesn't count it doesn't count so i wanted to see ty's reaction God, that made visceral <laughs> um yeah i'm excited i haven't watched the oceans movies in a long time i am lower on them well i went back and checked my letterbox ratings i'm much lower on them than most people yeah, so me and Ellen don't have one of them below four and a half stars. You yeah. have one at three, two at three and a half, and one at two and a half, or something like that. What the fuck? <laughs> it's a while ago. This is this, this is like a hot minute ago, and so I have a feeling I'll be higher on them this time. Um, but yeah, I just I realized I was like I was like I don't remember a ton about them. I just remember like George Clooney and Brad Pitt being fun, and then went I went back and checked my letterbox ratings. I was like, I don't love these, I guess. So. I'm excited to excited to see if that changes. Should we Is just go ahead and announce who we're casting for next week since it's not going to yeah. be? Oh, so yeah, I'm not casting. So Danny, we're casting so Danny and Rusty saving it to last. Well, yeah. similar we'll to the way we did Lord of the Rings, we're going to break yeah. them up because it's another trilogy that we're doing month to month. Mm-hmm. So we're breaking up characters, you know, in the same yeah. way. Yeah, five characters a movie. Ocean's Eleven, we're recasting Terry Benedict, Linus Caldwell, Frank Cotton. Virgil Malloy and Turk Malloy, which I'm super excited to recast those yeah. two characters. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Sweet. I'm, I'm literally I'm really excited to rewatch these. other than freaking Scott Con. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Scott Con's freaky to awesome in that role. Oh, I hate that man. <laughs> I know, but he's so freaking funny. He's, he's greasy funny. looking. Casey I mean, Affleck, the comic duo we never knew in the world. He, he gives up. Scott Casey's Con gives off stinky guy vibes. 
Yeah, him being an entourage was the most perfect casting of all time. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because it's like one of the best TV shows ever. Okay. Right? Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. Can we leave? Oh, that, can, I don't think there's ever be been done? a show that has aged worse. <laughs> I don't want to talk about entourage on our podcast. <laughs> Feels yucky. All right, let's get out of here. Thank you for watching a movie with us. Our theme song is Glass Auditoriums by Doc Ellicott. Please rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. Email us at wswampod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at watchmoviepod. Until next time, hail Satan and have a lovely afternoon, madam. Bye. See ya. Bye. 